You know, we're not obedient. We're sinful. We're definitely not perfect. But God still loves us. And I think as Christians, sometimes we take that love and that grace for granted and continue living a sinful life. But it's important in order to feel that full effect of the grace God offers, we must follow God and love Him back just like how He loves us. So in this episode, join the Faith Unfiltered crew as we find out what taking grace for granted means. Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of the Faith Unfiltered podcast, A Journey Towards Christ. So... My name is uh, Kevin. I'll be hosting today. Nice. And we have. We also have. Who, who, do, who do we have? Oh, we have. How many people do we have? Wait, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Min- minus. How many is that? Minus three? Minus three. Yeah. Go on. So, my name is Alan. And with us, we have. Oh, no one. So, it's just both of us. We've got a duo <laughs> podcast. A solid duo podcast yeah. here uh, coming through. But we keep it rolling. Come on. We keep it rolling. Come on. Yes. Don't stop. But yeah, so let us uh, dive into the reflection question from uh, the previous week. And uh, the question was, does walking on the narrow path change our daily living? Yes. Mm. So um, I have some responses here that I would like to read out and... uh, I know, Alan, you got one as well. Yep, I do. Yep. So the first response that we're going to read, um, it says, it improves even by the slightest bits. I noticed because life was so bad for so long. Yeah. So I can fully relate to this person. Same, same. Um, once, you, once you give in, once you surrender to God and you feel that grace pouring in your life, even by the slightest bit, you can see that improvement happening in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, sometimes it's tiny miracles. Sometimes it can be big ones. Sometimes it can literally be food on your plate. Literally. But it is amazing to know that even though you might not have it all, you might have nothing, but God is still out there knowing that you don't have anything. He's given, he's given to you unconditionally all that he has. Yeah. Literally, yeah. it's it's so amazing what they've written. Like we can all relate to this. Like there are just like you said, Kevin. There are so many things we just these little victories we have when we're walking on this mm-hmm. narrow path. One of them for me personally would be just like the way I act in certain situations now. Like walking on that narrow path, surrendering our life to Christ. It's just instantly when I react in a particular way and then it just reminds me of how I would have reacted to it, if you know what I mean. Mm, I would have lashed out at them back then, but now I'm just staying silent. It's just little things like that. It's just like, literally like I said, the slightest bits, like sometimes for some people, big. And yeah, that happens with everyone, to be honest. But then every single day, it's like if you really seek God you can really like see how much he's transformed you how much walking on that narrow path has changed you definitely yeah yeah definitely and 
yeah, behavioral changes are so important in society. And like you said, you would have lashed out yeah. at the other people back then. But now you know to like keep calm and keep peaceful. Yeah. And yeah, those are some of the like major changes that happen in your life. Yeah. So the, our second response we've chosen is walking on the narrow path is definitely separating us to be more like him in our daily lives and in our walk with God. If we truly walk in truth with God, we become like him. Yep. Yeah. 100%. No, I fully agree. Um, you know, our goal, our end goal is always to be more like Jesus. Yeah. And how he was. And... You know, he was literally perfect. Yeah, he <laughs> so, was, yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. There's nothing more to it. He was literally perfect. So that's how we should be um, trying to improve ourselves to be... Obviously, we can't be perfect. Yeah. But improving ourselves, our daily lives, our behavior. And yeah, it's slowly and slowly we see those changes happening because of the grace of God. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It, it just reminds me of that thing that this journey is not a journey of perfection. It's a journey of progression, right? Yes, definitely. Like, amen to that. You're not, you're not going to be perfect, but like, it's, it's a journey of transformation. It's like, mm. because of your, yeah. because of you being in the flesh, obviously you, the blood of Adam and Eve runs through your veins, that sin. But like, Bible says that you've been set free from that and it's just walking in that life like in the in the narrow path as they said like you will become mm. more and more like Christ and obviously you won't yep. be perfect but you'll progress you'll be very different mm. to the person you were before yeah yeah no exactly I know exactly what you mean like we said in the other one you know like it is a process it can take long you know we 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 tend to have these battles within us that separate us from God and, uh, you know, pull us towards the darkness. But His grace is so strong, so, yeah. like, amazing that He's always pulling yeah, he's stronger. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, and, yeah, go on. And like, like, like you mentioned, you know, perfection, that word is like, we can't apply it to any one of us, but the progression towards it, it what is what counts. Yeah. Right? You can't say like you got an exam. You can't in your mindset you're not like, I'm gonna like absolutely smash this. Like hundred out of hundred. No one's thinking that. They're always like, you know what, I'm gonna try to get the highest score. Right? And that's what how we need to act. We should always go towards the highest score. And the highest score for us is being more like Jesus. We can't yeah. reach his level. We can't get 100 out of 100. But we can definitely reach, uh, try reach for that goal. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, we spoke a lot about grace, Kevin. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, could you tell me, Alan? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So obviously we're talking a lot about grace. And mm. that's by no mistake. Don't worry. Um, no mistake <laughs> at all. So our topic for the day 
is called Taking mm. Grace for Granted. Oof. Without any further ado, let's go straight into the first question, which is it's actually more of like an mm. introduction, I guess, into just reminding yeah, yeah, yeah. you of the grace of God. And it is mm. what does God's grace mean to us? Oof. What does it mean? Before you drop the points, okay. I'd like to just give a verse. Go on. So it comes from Second Timothy one nine. He has saved us and called us to live a holy life, mm. not because of anything we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. This is the grace. What well, this grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Mm. Yep, that's deep. That is very very deep. Yeah, I have a point here which I would like to say. Is that um, it is important to understand that. God has given the account of Christ, right? Yeah. And he's putting, he's putting that account, the perfection account, on our name. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had an analogy that I said in a previous episode. I forgot which one it was. But it was about our personal statements, right? Our CVs. Yeah. Right? And, you know, on a CV, you usually put, you know, you're qualified to do this, you're qualified to do that, you've done this, you've got these results in school or whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. But on the CV of Christ, he's checked off every box, right? Yeah. So for some things that you're not qualified for, he's qualifying you for it. Amen. Yeah. So... You might be struggling, like you have. You must have like a dream job, and you're not being able to get it. You must have a dream place that you want to go, but you're not able to reach it. But Jesus's CV has it all, and He's ready to give it to you unconditionally. Hundred percent. So He has given it. Yeah, exactly. He is not ready for it. He's already given it to you before you were even born, right? Yeah. And God has given, God has given that account to us. Like He's given us the password, He's given us the username. He's like, yeah, take it. Yeah. This is yours, right? And you can read this in Romans uh, four twenty four. I don't actually have the verse, but you can read the same thing about it, right? So the moment we receive salvation, it is still up to us to ensure that we are doing what we need to do, right? Let's not get it confused that because we have the account of Jesus, we don't have to do anything. Right? Yeah. We still have to make sure that we are on the right track and we have the connection with God. Because if we don't, then there's no use. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like you're having Literally. that CV, you're having that account, but you're not applying for anything. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's it's like it's one thing having i just want to like continue with your analogy is like having god but then not using him in your life is like having a million pounds in the bank account and not using any of it yes yeah 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 definitely it's like you have you have the advantage you have the upgrade but you're still not applying him into your life Mm, mm. and and yeah like like you said 
we don't have the qualifications for heaven. We can't get into heaven because a heaven is a place of perfection. Yep. But through Christ, we have been perfected on the inside. I know. Mm. I know our outside, our flesh. We, we might. We might not be perfect, but progressing. Yeah. But on the inside, we have been perfected, and because of that, we are able to enter heaven. That we are able. We are able to enter God's presence and even pray. Yeah. And talk to Him and have a relationship with Him. Yeah, like it's think about it. It's so deep. It's so yeah. deep that we are not perfect at all. You are not perfect. At all. I am not perfect. <laughs> Anyone listening to this, you're not perfect, right? Nope. But the fact that you are still able to step into heaven, to be able yeah. to stand in front of God. And for him to actually call you his son, his daughter, that is something like just extraordinary. Imagine like you, like you yeah. mentioned the million pounds, the million dollars, whoever, whoever is listening, I'm changing the currency around, right? Yeah, I was going to say dollars. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah. better, but it's fine. The million pounds, the million dollars, right? You have that, right? That's all yours. But you just see this unperfect kid who's probably sinning every time and you're like, you know what? Here's a million pounds. Here's a million dollars. Would you ever do that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't because it's like, yeah. that's my money. Why would I share it? Right? With that person, if you know what I mean. Exactly. With the person who's sinning every time. Like that's how we think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's us. We're sinning every time. Literally every day, even though we might think we're not, we could be. And we probably are. Yeah. And God is ready to forgive you every single time. Yeah. And give you literally doors to open that lead you into heaven, that give you salvation. 100%. It's so deep. Like when you think about it, <laughs> your mind crazy, is like man. blown, bro. Like yeah. how is this possible? Why, why am I deserving? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Legit, like, as you're saying, sin is something where you act against the will of God. In, mm. in a matter of fact, you're rebelling against God. Exactly. If someone, if someone rebelled against you, would you, give, <laughs> would you give your life for them? Would you give no, them a no, million you dollars, like you're saying? You can't. Yeah. Like, that's how humans think. But, like, God loves us that much and he showed so, like, that grace for us that despite us rebelling against him in the past in the present and in mm. the future he looked at all of that and said i'm still gonna give you life yeah no no facts. i'm still gonna bless you facts yeah and like <laughs> i'm speechless how much yeah no no bro same i'm speechless as well like i've seen so many testimonies of people saying that oh i don't believe in god or uh, you know god's not real god's made up god's a man-made um, figure that you just idolize and stuff, right? Yeah. But even then, those are the same people that convert into Christianity and get their eyes open. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So many yeah, people out there that are against Christianity, against God, but somehow you speak to them Literally. after a couple of years and you're like, yeah. So what changed? God is what came Literally, into my life. 
I bet, I bet people are asking the same thing to Paul, you know? Yeah, no, like, honestly. Like, what changed when you went there? Yeah. <laughs> In that little journey from one place to another, I can't remember the names of the places, but what happened in that journey that you've changed this much? Bro, he was like condemning Christians. Yeah, killing. Killing. Right? He was like their judge. And he was saying no to all of it. Yeah. But how God has been able to convert this man and make him, like, take him to the highest level that people actually read his book and be like, wow. Literally. How is this even, how is it even possible? Like, God chose him to be the person he will speak through to write his own words. Exactly. I think like a third of the New Testament is written by him. Mm, yeah, no, facts. facts. And that, that's, that's crazy. God can use and show his grace to someone like Paul. Then who are you? Exactly. He, he loves you so much. Exactly. And no matter how you are, no matter how broken you are, God is still willing to turn you into a masterpiece. Exactly. I mean, if you have a God that's willing to sacrifice himself, yeah. what more do you want? You have, you have the creator of the universe. This, this brother can literally, <laughs> this, he can snap his fingers and the whole earth has disappeared. Yeah. That's how much power we're talking about. He can, he can literally clap his hands Crazy. twice. The universe is gone. Right, he legit spoke and a son appeared, fam. Bro. <laughs> a son, we're talking about a son, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. facts, facts. No, this is literally true. Like, that's how much power he has, but he's still willing to die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's willing to humble himself into human form. Human form. And die for you. Human form. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's what we call the love yeah. and grace of God. Literally. Like, oh man, like I could go on forever. <laughs> yeah, we, we could go on a lot. Legit. It's like, could, oh. bro. I'm going to hit you with this next question though, just in case we oh, okay, okay. Talk, talk about uh, it. Yeah, a bit we too might much. get too carried away. Yeah. I mean, I would love to, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one kind of relates to what we're talking about right now. Um, how dangerous can it be to think that God doesn't care about what we do or don't do? So in this question, I'm trying to say that there are people out there that are taking grace for granted, right? Yes. Um, I have a point here that I wrote down earlier. Um, Some Christians walk around as though no matter what they do, what they say or what they think, God doesn't care. Right? They yeah. act as though they act as though he has no concern for the quality of their lives. They make every excuse for their behavior and often use the word grace to describe the way God continues to love them no matter what. See, that's yeah. where I can relate myself to this, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've done this before, right? But I've obviously changed my ways. I've I've seen what God is capable of. I've changed my ways. 
and this is who I was. This is this is basically the person I was, right? Yeah. I didn't really care about what I would do, who I would hang around with, what I would say, right? Because I was like, oh yeah, but our God, you know, he he gives like unconditional grace. He, he he's like, you know, always loving. He can never turn on yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? But which is it's true not, as well, though. Yeah, yeah. which is true. Which is true. But it's not God turning on you. It's you turning on yourself. Yeah. Literally. So imagine in context. All right, Alan. All right, you love me like a brother, right? And yep. Maybe. You can say that you probably love me unconditionally, right? Let's put that in the yes. in the box. You probably don't, but like, right? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> yeah, you can say well, that you love me unconditionally. Of course, right? I do. <laughs> unconditionally, bro. Um. Yeah. So you can say that you love me unconditionally, but I'm always going against you, no matter what. Yeah. You say something, I say the opposite. You do something, I try to break that apart. Mm. How would you feel at that point? You're like, ah, there's no point of loving this guy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But nah, that's not that's not how God is. He's still gonna love. Yeah. You. But for the love to truly connect, you have to love from the other side as well. Hundred percent. It's like you gotta understand is that. When God doesn't want you to sin because He knows the price of it, He knows the effect. It's from Satan. He wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy you, and what sin does is distance you from God. Yeah, it's like it's almost as if you can say it puts a wall between you and Him. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like, no, like He's banging on it. He's banging on that wall, trying to tell you, but you have you have to come to him. Also, you have to open that door. We always go back to that thing, but like, oftentimes when we sin, we shut that door for God. We definitely shut it. Yeah, we make a wall, like, and it's like, oh God, am I even worthy to come to your presence anymore? Mm. Uh, can I even do it? Mm. And then because of that, we're like, let's just go sin more. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's. It's like we're like, we binge the sin, mm. and then we're like, "Oh, we're not worthy. Might as well just continue going on." Yeah, in yeah. That sin. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what God wants you to do. God wants you to like. God wants you to come to Him mm. in a way where that's the thing. You're broken. Come to Him broken. Don't think that you need to be all fixed up to come to God. Yep. Come to him just the way you are, and he'll restore you. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and like, like the Bible. Yeah, go on, yeah, go Karen, on. Karen. No, no, go on, go on. Finish your point. But yeah, just relating to the grace for granted. Romans six, um, cha- um, chapter six, verse one to two. It says, "What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm. God forbid. How shall we that are dead in sin live in it?" Any longer, yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice facts. Like the way I see it is, every time you sin, you're breaking your fellowship with God. Yeah, yeah. Even though you might receive that grace that He is giving to you without you even asking, even though you might not be deserving of it, and He's giving it to you from your side you're breaking that connection. Yeah. And like, 
it's never going to be his fault. Never. The, there's no point in blaming God for something that's gone wrong in your life because it's never his fault. It's us who's not giving him the control. It's us who's not giving him the time. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people misunderstand that. A lot of people think grace, unconditional love, okay, I don't have to do anything. Do you know what I mean? No. But it's not like that. It's it's a two-way connection, not a one-way. You're not you're not God yeah. isn't a servant to you. He's a savior. You're looking to be saved from him. Yeah. Right? Now, tell me if you're looking to be saved by someone, would you not constantly give them attention? And yeah, would, literally. Would you not constantly seek for their help? Yeah. Like you go to a doctor, don't you? Just because you're sick. You call them up every time. You're seeking for help. So what's stopping you from seeking for help for your life? Like, you got to understand, like, a doctor might treat you physically, but God wants to treat you in every aspect of your life. Exactly. And He's, bro, he's like deep frying you in that yeah. spiritual healing. Yeah. Literally deep frying you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan. He's literally dunking you yeah. in. He's dunking you in. Yeah. True. But yeah, we can't we can't take that grace he's given us for granted. Mm. It's like the little things in our life, like, okay, just like for just for a second, we'll put sin to aside. But the grace that you're still alive today. Oh yes. Let's talk about it's that. Like we take these things for so so granted. People don't even have the opportunity to live another day fighting yep. diseases and fighting life right now. But you've been given the opportunity to live another day, to in fact spend time in God's presence. Like we've, we've said this several times in our podcast that in the past, in the Old Testament, you couldn't enter God's presence because it was so holy. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Like, like if the if the person who went inside um had any sort of like blemish or sin he would he would literally die on the spot and people would have to pull him out with chains yep and now we can go into enter god's presence without fear of any of that yep and, and best thing we can take, i just say a point yeah best thing about it you know how you said going into god's presence that was like a location where you had to go yeah it was a location. Best thing about it now is that he can come into your home. Literally. Like I have felt I like this is my testimony. I have felt God's presence next to me on my bed. 100%. This is I didn't go Same anywhere. Fam. I didn't Literally. I didn't walk to the nearest church. I didn't go into any holy place. It was on my bed. I was literally praying. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Like that that that's 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 such an amazing thing that he's willing to meet you wherever you are. Mm. It's no more about a position, no more about a place. It's just where you are, God is willing to meet you there. Mm. In the middle of your toughest battles or in, in the midst of your most amazing victories, inside yep. your bed or in, in your school. Mm. He's willing to come in there. And we take that for such so much for granted 
Yeah. Like every single day. We have food on our plate. We have people, we have family. Families like who love us, who are taking care of us. And people don't even have that. Yeah. But God's blessed you with that. And I think one thing you can do is at least glorify him for it. Mm, no, definitely, yeah. Definitely. And if you think about the position that you're in right now, you're probably you know, on your iPhone listening to this with yeah. probably, you know, your AirPods in your ears, cozy on yep. your bed, cozy, sitting in a bus, in your own car possibly, in your office. But there are people out there that don't have any of this. Yeah. But yet they're blessed 10 times more than what you are. 10 times. There are literally, like, if you, if you take a place like China, Christians are getting killed in China. Right? Yeah. But they're dying they in the are, name yeah. of Jesus. So where do you think they're going? Heaven. Exactly. Of course. Of course. But you're not in a position like that. You are not faced with people who are ready to kill you just because you're a Christian. But what would you do in that position? Like, it's just always a question that's always running in my mind. What would I do if I was in a position where someone's out there ready to kill me because I am a follower of Christ, but, you know, I'm living this cozy life. I've got everything around me. There's so much, like, you can, you can be in a stressful situation, doubtful situation, but there's always someone out there in a worse condition than you. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember a pastor telling, telling us about this, like, in the past that there were people, in, uh, I don't know whether, they were probably imprisoned for their faith in Christ. Like, mm. They had, they had like tiny sheets of like, oh well, of just little scriptures. Yeah, yeah. And like hiding them from these gods and people just so they could just have that little bit of word every day. So they could Mm. remind themselves of God's love. We have a Bible at home and probably you guys at home and us have like three, four Bibles laying in a corner somewhere. Mm, no, but honestly, yeah. It's like we, people are in so much of our situations and in the midst of those situations, they're willing to give God all the glory. They're willing to praise God in the midst of those tough situations. We're in the comfort of our own home and yeah. we have, we, we are able, we have all these, we have a Bible on our phone, Bible or physically, we have audio yeah. audio things, podcasts to listen to, Faith and Filter podcasts. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. these people don't have that, but they're willing to take that opportunity with the little they have to glorify God. Yeah. And I think we just got to understand that knowing God is such an amazing thing, which every single day we take for granted. Like people go through yeah. situations which are so bad and, you could just look into that situation and say imagine if God was there you would be able to transform mm. your life and mm. I feel that is what our assignment hitting on, on earth is to tell people that there is a way 
there is someone yeah. who's willing to take that pain away and it's mm-hmm. our job to go tell them to just yeah. just be that vessel uh, uh oftentimes i see our christians become this reservoir that holds the water in but god has called us to flow like a river flow into the yes. dark places flow into the yeah. places where it's not it's not been saturated saturated with yeah. with this water this uh, this eternal water. holiness yeah yeah i want to um, give you an example of uh, so this is my mom's father right so my granddad yeah and he's a pastor mm right and he lives in india and you know being a pastor you would maybe want to you know preach in front of thousands yeah preach at a church right but he took us on a i think it was almost a 2 hour and a half journey car ride on an off-road track yeah we had no idea where we're going to a remote village yeah right a remote village we went inside this it was a hut bro it was a literal Literally. hut straw roof right just mm. bricks casually like laid out as the walls felt like the whole thing was going to fall down <laughs> when i stepped inside there with one little light bulb in the middle literally lighting up nothing but there was literally about 40 people sitting down ready to hear the word of god i mean imagine that yeah they have no bible they have no <laughs> scripture no way to hear the word of god that's the thirst we need today two literally two and a half hours out of the city with no access because they don't have cars or anything. Yeah. They're like literally farmers, right? Mhm. But they were so up for hearing the word of God. Bro, it was it was a reminder to me to to say that we are literally like nothing yeah. in front of them. We're literally nothing because we have all of these church events, Christmas, blah 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 blah. But even that we take for granted of how much we actually put into it, how much yeah. effort we put into it and why we're doing it. Literally. right but these guys out there dude they had nothing i literally looked at their faces and they were literally screaming with joy singing praise and worship and i was just like wow like what what that that's the kind of love we need no matter the situation no matter what is going on that's the thirst like when everything's stripped away are you still willing to praise god exactly and the The amazing thing is God has given us the power to heal to preach, right? Yeah. And my granddad chose to do that with mm-hmm. people that are just not able to hear the word of God. And yeah. I think it was I don't know who it was, I think it might be I think it was Nate who said this. He said something along the lines of we sometimes are the word of God to some people who can't have it. Like we could be the Bible some people who are unable to read it. Yeah. And we have all the authority to go out and mm-hmm. preach. That's so amazing. Like that's the thing. This is God's commandment. So when mm. he gives you a vision and when he tells you to do something, he'll give you provision to carry it out. Nah, yeah, definitely. And that that's what you got to understand like when you're preaching 
with, with the sole purpose remember if you're preaching to please yourself like to get others to obviously praise you oh look how nice he's preaching or whatever <laughs> yeah that no it's like but when you're preaching with that desire to spread the word of god when you're giving the word with that desire to bring others to the knowledge of god and to show them how like, gra- how much grace god who, has given to us who are you doing it for yeah and when we do it like that legit like the holy spirit oh my days trust me smallest prayers you make the smallest prayers and they'll heal yeah five people easily it's like when you're doing with the sole purpose to glorify god the holy spirit comes in yeah and ah uh, and what happens after that mm, goodness best yeah. believe best believe it's like a fire gets lit yeah. inside you never ending flame but yeah it's That's like it we're the bible like you said like we are that bible for those who can't read on yet it mm-hmm. it's it's almost as a it's our testimonies our stories are like you got to be that kevin chapter 1 you know yep yep uh, alan chapter 2 and things like that people will read you as a child of god like before they read the bible they're going to read you and and look at you like oh it's like yeah 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 this has been an excellent episode i must say yeah like the, this is truly it has been very deep like it's truly been something that we need to look into and i think i think it's very important for us christians to know that we are on the right path and that we that we're not taking it for granted you know yeah each day like you said our life is something that we actually take for granted mm-hmm. each day we have is been given given to us through blessings and grace right and we need to know that it's just not receiving you know uh i don't know something like paying off the rent or you know mm. receiving more money or getting a job it's not just about that it's about are you breathing in the morning <laughs> yeah you know what i mean are you actually breathing in the morning it's like cuz people n- don't get that. legit like no amount of money could yep uh, like people in covid-19 billionaires i don't know millionaires they they yep. money couldn't save them nope you can't give nope. a breath only yeah. god can Yes. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, this has been an amazing amazing podcast for sure. Mhm. We are reaching that 45 minute mark. Yes, we so, are. So I want to give you guys a reflection question for the week. And um after that, Alan, you can do the prayer and we will end it off. So the reflection question that we have for this week yes is how have you experienced God's grace in your daily life daily mm yes this is a very interesting one you can share your um testimonies you can share your experiences mm-hmm. of like just literal day-to-day life on how yeah. God has worked in your life and um yeah i think we'll get some amazing responses here 100%, you, you yeah, can we'll see go. this um you can see this reflection question on our instagram yes. at faith and filtered 
podcast. And we also have a TikTok. Yes. Faith and Filtered podcast. You can also and find it on um, Daily Dose of Jesus, Instagram oof. and TikTok, as well as Family of God, Instagram and TikTok. Others correct. They get them right. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, those are our other personal um, faith accounts. If yes. you want to go check them out as well. But we did put up in our highlight section all the questions um, from our episode. So if you do want to go check out any other ones, any uh, older ones, oh. you can see them right there. And um, give them a response there if you like. Really, we'll see them. Yeah. yeah. Now wait, that that's so we, actually good. Maybe like with the old ones, we could like, you know, on the episode final. Like yeah, having, you know, I was thinking that. Yeah, having like a full reflection of all the questions we've had. We can we can literally go through like so many questions. Yeah, let's reflect on reflection, reflection questions. questions, guys. Yeah, reflect on the reflection questions. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, over to you, um, Alan, for the so final round. Let's get into the final prayer. So let's close our eyes and let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful and blessed day that you've given us. And truly, Father God, thank you so much for your grace that you showed us another day, Father God. Sometimes, Lord God, we take these things so much for granted about the breath we have, about the people we have around us and the things we have with us, Father God, that other people do not. But Father, we are so thankful for your grace and we give you complete and all glory for it lord god heavenly father we thank you so much as because of you we stand and we are able to spend time in your presence lord god if it wasn't mm-hmm. for you if it wasn't for your death lord god on the cross we couldn't enter the gates of heaven we couldn't yes. have a communication we couldn't have a relationship with you but father you loved us so much that you gave us your only son so that we may live and so that we may have a relationship with you. So we thank you so much. We thank you so much, Lord God, that in times that we rebel against you, in times that we sin against you, but Father, you love us enough to forgive us and willing to open your arms for us once again. And Father, I pray that our listeners and everyone who is uh, who is here right now as well, Father God, that in times when we distance, that we are always running back to you, Lord God, and not taking your grace for granted but running back to you and returning to you. And I know, Lord God, just as just like you did, like you talked about in the prodigal son, that you'll welcome us back. And and like all of the heavens will rejoice. And we thank you so much for that, Lord God. And thank you for your grace. And thank you for using me and Kevin today, Lord God, to speak through your word. And Father, I pray that each one of the people listening, Lord God, are blessed. And Father, I pray that the rest of this week for everyone else lord god that goes amazing and father let you be the center of it lord god In the name of jesus i pray this prayer amen amen lovely nice and um yeah um just like to finish off by saying that it's well and good that you guys are listening to us yeah listen to what we say but it is highly highly important to do your own research mm-hmm. through the Bible, yeah. Talk to God by yourself, and uh, yeah, that's truly the way to go forward yeah. in life. So, 
make sure you're not just listening yeah. to us and taking our opinions for granted literally but yeah like you have but yeah it's like we might be able to like help you or guide you in certain ways but you got to understand that the one that guides you into all truths is inside of you mm. exactly the holy spirit is with you and he he is willing for those who seek it is willing to reveal all truth and help exactly. you and guide you in your journey from earth to mm. eternity so exactly. yeah i encourage you not just to listen to us but also like go back go back to the word and just meditate on it mm. and ask god what he's trying to say to you personally mm. and yeah we're not telling you you don't have to go into uh, a church you don't have to go somewhere and pray it li- literally can be in your own house yeah and in your own room really yeah like uh, don't yeah, yeah like don't make it like a sunday to sunday thing yep no nah, like that's... god god doesn't meet you every sunday he meets you every single day he wants to talk to you every, every single, day. single day yes exactly yeah facts and um i guess uh we will sign out yes we will so see, see you next, next time. time bye bye